0: Good morning and welcome back to Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games. This is AJ Skifstad, just kicking off the morning with more on two-player games. It is Valentine's Day today, and some of you may love it, some of you may hate it, some of you may not care about it at all. <clears throat> might not be something you celebrate, and that's fine. I like it because I always think it's a good time for Rachel to get me a new board game. Does that always happen? No, but I'm always dreaming that it will. So, <laughs> um, although I probably will not receive a new board game today, um, I at least know that we've been playing a lot of games this week, and um, we've been talking about two-player games, and Rachel and I were talking this morning before I left the house about her favorite two-player games, and I, I she said, does it specifically have to be a two-player game, one that only plays two? And I said, I guess not, because she was going through the list of games that are her favorites to play with just two players, but not limited to two. And so, uh, finally, she came up with her favorite game to, for her and I to just play on our own is um, Castles of Burgundy, which is a great Steffenfeld game. It's probably, it, it, by, by a lot of people's standards, it's his best, and um, Castles of Burgundy is um, Believe it or not, it's not a very pretty game in my opinion. Um, It's not nice to look at, but the level of strategy is really, really fun, lots of choices to make. Um, So I I love that about Castles of Burgundy and that's what she likes too, but I said, what what about it makes it your favorite two-player game that you and I play? She said, I like the high level of strategy and I like that I can really think out and plan, but I don't have to wait on two other players. Because uh, it, it plays up to four. Um, I said, oh, that's understandable. She said, I just like to play through it a little bit more quickly and do the things that I want to do without having to play for an hour and a half. Completely understandable. So uh, that was her favorite two-player Uh, game that we play not limited to two players but her favorite one to just play with two players so that's castles of burgundy i'm surprised we haven't heard yet from the other guys about uh, seven wonders duel and code names duo but i'm sure that that's coming up soon so i'm not going to steal any of their thunder in the meantime let's hear what you're going to be playing tonight or this weekend for valentine's day we want to hear about two player games check you later
1: Happy Valentine's slash Ash Wednesday, everyone! This is Firestone here with Board Games FM, powered by TheologyOfGames.com. And this week, keeping with the uh, Valentine's theme, we're talking about two player games. And so, some great ones have already been discussed. AJ's talked about Patchwork, which is a terrific two player game, and probably the one that my wife most enjoys thematically and mechanically um she we just have played tons of patchwork and it's one that she'll actually play even though she's not in any way a gamer and then um jeremiah and paul from star realms minicast thanks for calling in paul talked about onitama and that is a great elegant two-player game and my 10-year-old and i have been playing that quite a bit recently and it's just so good and so different every game and I, oh, it's just so good. I can't. I need to pick up the expansion. The expansion adds uh, nothing except a bunch of new movement cards, which just exponentially up the replay value of that terrific game. So, um, but one I wanted to talk about is what's probably right now my favorite two-player game, Seven Wonders Duel. We've talked about this before, at least on our regular podcast, if not here. I am not a fan of Seven Wonders, the regular game. I think it's kind of overrated, not kind of, it's overrated. I understand that it plays a lot of people well and introduces people to the idea of card drafting and so forth, but every time I play it, I just feel like there's something missing, some kind of excitement, some kind of something that's just missing from it. And so it's fine, and I would even play it, but I would never suggest it, and I just don't get the love for it. So when somebody suggested we play Seven Wonders Duel, a two version two player version of it, I thought, "Uh, oh, I guess I will." And immediately thought, "Oh, this game is a thousand times better than the regular game." And really a terrific two player game, in it's all right. I've played it probably more than any other two player game in the last year or so that I've had it. My young my 10-year-old wants to play it all the time, and I'm totally fine with that. It is it just boils down the game to the to the best parts, the most fun parts, and there's just a draft of a, a, a tableau of cards and you're pulling them off and putting adding them to your own tableau. And it's different every game and there are different ways to, to score and win and somebody might be going toward military so you have to change your strategy to stop them. It's terrific. And the only thing that I regret is not yet picking up the expansion for some, I don't even know why, I haven't done that yet and um i need to do it before it goes out of print so anyway that's my probably favorite two-player game right now is seven wonders duel so check that one out even if you don't like the base game like me uh i never thought i would like this and it's just terrific i climbed to the top of the heap so i've got plenty more two-player games to talk about and um, also, what I played at game night last night. So, check back in later and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey, everyone, it's Firestone here with Board Games FM, powered by TheologyOfGames.com. Talking to you here on Ash Wednesday, which means that yesterday was Tuesday, which means that yesterday was game night, which means I've got games to talk about. So, the first one is one that actually Jeremiah talked or maybe it was aj one or both of them talked about ethnos and we did not plan this we had no idea they have had ethnos forever and haven't gotten into the table i just got ethnos in a trade and we ended up playing it on the same exact day unbeknownst to the other group so i played it with my 10 year old just two player version very first time either of us had played and um i i imagine it's very different with two than it is with more players because um basically it's a game where you're trying to control a board using different races and the the cards are laid out and you're either drawing a card from a face out row face up row or from the face down deck or you're playing a a set of cards out to to manipulate and control the board so in a two-player game that you don't replace the cards that are face up what happens is if somebody plays down a band of cards, they have to discard all the other cards that are in their hand, regardless of how many there are, barring a special ability that lets you keep some and so those replace those cards those face up cards so what happens in a two player game is there are only two of us that are ever playing anything, and so that empties quickly, and then you're quickly just drawing cards from the top of the deck so that was the only thing that seemed a little off to me as I felt like. Oh that's kind of weird where we're just drawing over and over from this face-down deck. I would imagine in a large in a game with more people, there are gonna be more face-up cards because there's gonna be more bands played out. So I'll be interested to play it with more people, but it is a terrific game. And I had a lot of fun. I think the mechanisms are great. I think there are interesting decisions to be made because you have this hand of cards and you really want to play that band down, but you don't want to lose those cards in your hand because, well, it took you time to get them. But also you're like, oh, I know that guy over there really wants dwarves. So I don't want to get rid of these two dwarves because he'll just snag them. And so cool decisions to be made. My biggest complaint, aside from that two-player thing that I mentioned, is that the artwork is so drab on this. And I do not understand why Simon would do that. the board like you're playing with centaurs and elves and wizards and then the board is the most boring board in the history of time it's just like six completely generic regions there's no flavor no nothing it's crazy and so uh then the other thing is I they used um John Howe for the art who is a classic like uh J.R.R. Tolkien artist and he, he I really like his art the problem is his art is just because of his style it's somewhat muted and toned down and so there's not a ton of vibrancy or color or it's it's all muted and when you combine john howe's muted but awesome art with the plain aesthetics of the map you just go man no one walking by that game would go oh that looks cool i really want to play that no one would and yet it's a really fun game so that's a huge hurdle you have to overcome because it's gonna be you're gonna be trying to talk people into playing this boring looking game. But I'm t- I'm telling you, Ethnos has a great game underneath that ugly exterior. It is fun. I will play. I can't wait to play this again with more people. I would even play it again two player. My son liked it and immediately wanted to play it and wanted to play it the next day. And um, so Ethnos is a big thumbs up from me from simon Games. And so that's one of the games I played yesterday, and I'll talk about the rest later. Have a great day, everyone.
0: Bye.